Thank you for joining us with Start With Seven. We start every weekday with seven minutes alone with God. We hope you'll find a place in a time where you can be alone and still and focused. If you're able, we hope you have a Bible in your hand. And we want to spend a few minutes fixing our thoughts on the greatness of God. So the next seven minutes, we'll have some guided time through a verse of Scripture, some prayer time, and then some opportunities to follow up with next steps in your devotional pursuit of the Lord. So let's begin. Start with seven today. We meditate on the scriptures. We consider slowly what God was saying then and what he's saying to us now. And then we pray these things back into our life, back to the Lord. We're walking verse by verse through the Psalms together. Continuing today in Psalm 11, verse 4. If you have a Bible in your hand, that is ideal. If not, I'll read it for you. David wrote this psalm as he wrote many. He's talking about the danger in his life and the counsel people are giving him to tell him to be afraid and to flee. But David reminds himself of what is true. Verse 4 says, The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes the sons of men. His eyes examine them. David was hearing a lot of voices telling him that you should flee, you should run, you should be afraid. So David had to remind himself of things that were true. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes the sons of men. His eyes examine them. David is saying something here. He's saying, God is still in charge. He's still on his throne. None of these people in the shadows, they can't shoot an arrow to reach the throne of God and hurt him. And David even says, you're telling me that there are people in the shadows? Well, God sees them. He says at the end of verse 4, he observes the sons of men. His eyes examine them. There's not a person on the planet that God cannot see. Nobody can hide from God in the shadows. Maybe today you would remind yourself of a couple of these truths first. Maybe you would make this great confession. God, even though the world is in a difficult place, you are still in your holy temple. You are still in your heavenly throne. Nobody can knock you off your place of power and position. God, I trust that you are the sovereign, powerful, holy, eternal God. You're still in your throne. And then maybe you would say this with confidence, God, I know that you see everyone and everything. No one is hiding from you. And these things that are against me or these things that concern me, I know that you see them. Nobody is hiding from you. No one can deceive you, God. You examine all things and all people and everyone is ultimately accountable to you. And then maybe today this would be a good prayer for us because David was hearing so many opposing voices. He had to remind himself of what was true and he went back to these attributes of God. Maybe today you would say, God, I'm hearing so many things in the world. Help me know who to listen to and who to not listen to. And when I'm hearing things that are making me question you and life, help me go back and remind myself of your enduring eternal attributes. Verse 5, the Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked and those who love violence, his soul hates. On the wicked, he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. 
This is the wrath of God being poured out on sin. God hates these things. He hates violence. He hates wickedness. And he will pour out his vengeance on it. If not, he's not just. If not, he's not holy. He has to have wrath against wickedness. And that's why we need his grace. God, thank you that though I am a sinner who have set myself against you, I've lived outside of your will, I've lived for myself, you gave me grace so that I could avoid your wrath. Thank you, Jesus, for dying in my place, rising from the grave, and giving me eternal life and forgiveness and reconciliation with God. Thank you for saving me from the wrath of God that I would deserve. Verse 7, for the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. Upright men will see his face. The Lord is righteous and he loves justice. And the upright men will see his face. We remind ourselves of this about God. God is righteous. He's never done anything that's not right. And he loves justice. We want justice. He wants it more. And the upright men will see his face. We want to see the face of God. This expresses intimacy. God, I want to know you. I want to walk in your righteousness. I want to live with justice for other people. And I want to see you personally. Let's tell them that. Let's pray these verses together now. God, thank you for this reminder that no matter how many voices we're hearing in the world, we know that you're on your throne and you see all things and all people. No one hides from you and you are just and you will bring wrath on wickedness. But thank you for your grace that we need desperately and we have no other way without you. Jesus, thank you for giving us the death on the cross and the resurrection from the grave to provide our reconciliation with God. You are righteous, you love justice, and we want to know you personally. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Start With Seven. My name is Jason Shepard, and I enjoy spending time with people as we're pursuing loving Jesus more, knowing his word, living our life for him. We hope that Start With Seven is a start that you will spend even more time with God throughout your day. There's a link attached here where you can find more resources for reading your Bible, growing in your faith, understanding who God is more, and sharing him with other people. We look forward to joining this journey with you together. Have a great day.